Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, you're listening to the Rojan Kim cast. I'm your host, Rojan Kim. This is episode, um, five? Yeah, I think so. Episode five. Uh, I don't have a title. Um... Episode 5 of the Rojan Kim cast. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your ears and your time, if indeed that is what you are spending. Uh, I know, not spending money. This is free. I hope no one's charging you for this, because I'm not getting any of it, and whoever that is is a better business person than I, so right on. Anyway, I guess... Um, the topic at hand today, I thought, would be uh, feminism. Feminism? Is that the topic? I think so. I was just at an open mic recently, and uh, a lot of the comics were talking about feminism, batting it back and forth, trying, making jokes about it. You know, just, uh, but uh, what surprises me the most is how many people are like, I'm not a feminist, especially women. I'm not a feminist. You know, I'm not a feminist, but, uh, usually it's, I'm not a feminist, but, you know, women should get paid as much as men do or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the argument is. I, don't, I guess, am I a feminist? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like the whole label thing is lame, but I always thought, you know, feminism just meant you believe that men and women should be equal. Right? That's it. Like, I don't understand how that's such a hard sell. Why, why is that so hard to grasp and be okay with? I don't, I feel like something happened along the way where the word feminism became synonymous with the word annoying or something, right? Like, when you say, oh, I'm not feminist, I think a lot of women are saying, I'm not an annoying bitch who's going to harangue you about equal rights, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a dude. Like, I, you know, I'm just struggling through this the best I can. I usually try to stay out of it. I don't really have a dog in this fight. Well, the dog I have in this fight is for equality. I believe in that. Like, I don't see, you know, like, men and women, one shouldn't be superior to the other in the eyes of the law or whatever. Like, uh, you should be the same. That is not to say that they are the same. Like men and women are definitely different. Otherwise, what a terrible world this would be. I mean, whichever one you ended up being, if it was just all dudes, it's bleak. It's bleak. Even the road had women in it, right? There's some of those hardcore ladies who'd be hanging out with those cannibal dudes. You know, you know those chicks like to party. Eat some fucking people. Fucking throw down. But imagine a world with just dudes. Oh, God. Ah, oh, I don't even... Nothing would smell nice. It's just... Oh, anyway. So feminism. What's the big deal? Femin- it's so crazy though, right? Fem- women are like half of the world's population. A little over half, actually. There's actually more of them than there are men, you know? And uh, I feel like we pulled the wool over their eyes. Hey, boys. Eh? We really... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Uh, but we seem to have uh, gotten away with little trickery here. Because there's more women than there are men. Yet men, predominantly hold the most power throughout the world. What happened? Who knows? I mean, even us, the United States, the freest country in the land, you know, democracy for all, 
We didn't even let women vote till like, 1919 or some shit, right? We didn't even let them fucking vote. That sound you just heard was Badger, my dog, hawking, honking, or I don't know, hawking a loogie. I don't know what he's doing. I was trying to lock him out, but then it felt bad, and he's usually quiet, but, um, anyway, women. Am I right? Women. So women, so they didn't even get to vote until, like, not that long ago, less than 100 years ago, you know, about. Soon it'll be the 100-year anniversary of when women got to vote. Hooray. Hooray for them. You know, and I think, you know, freedom comes with the price. You know, freedom comes with the price. You know, every time there's some... Because I think America, you know, they call it that experiment in democracy or whatever, you know, but fact remains when it started out it wasn't freedom for everyone it was for white men with property right white men with money gotta have some money gotta be white gotta be dude otherwise you got no say you can't vote you're not really a person black people three-fifths of a person women were not really people until you know they got to vote you know black people black men were allowed to vote before women were allowed to vote that shows you how sexist it was, where they would be like, okay, the male slaves and the descendants of them can vote, but not the women who have been in our society who are not even slaves. We're not, that's neither here nor there, whether they're slaves. The whole point was, back then, dudes were all like, I would rather a dude. There's probably this debate. Look, man, if someone's going to vote, I'd just rather it be a dude. Okay, I don't really care if the dude's black or white, just as long as it's a dude. So yeah, I don't feel safe with women. Who knows what they'll do? You can't control them or what? Or maybe you can control them, then it'll be double the votes. What? What? So anyway, took till 1919 for that to finally rectify, right? There was a suffrage movement. Ladies got together, they banded together, they got, they got it ratified, they passed the fucking thing, they got it, they got the vote. Yeah. So then what? So then. I guess everything's great for women. No, no, women still had no rights. They just got one right, the right to vote. But other than that, they didn't really have any rights, right? Um, see, because this whole thing I'm getting at with the price of freedom or whatever is that women getting the vote led directly to the prohibition, right? That's what, so women at the power of the vote and one of the next social movements in America is a constitutional amendment to make alcohol illegal. <laughs> that's, I, why? I mean, that's hardcore. That's vengeance. That's, right? That's all that hell hath no fury. Am I right, fellas? Huh? Hell hath no fury, like a woman who hasn't had rights for hundreds of years and finally gets the right to vote and decides, yeah, well, since I don't have any rights yet to get my husband arrested for beating the shit out of me, I'll just vote, uh, a tax on alcohol or a constitutional amendment that makes it illegal to sell alcohol, and that's that. So that's what happened. That's that's not, you know, that's a very poor uh, summation, I guess. If you really want to find out a lot of this stuff, I, uh, check out Ken Burns' Prohibition. This is where, you know, a lot of this stuff is coming from. Uh, because it's it, women were very active socially about temperance, and the fact of the matter was, back then, a husband... He could beat his wife, he could rape her, he could do all kinds of things to her, and there would be no recourse. No laws protecting the woman after divorce, no laws, nothing. So women, they banded together and they said, all right, we're just going to get to the root of the problem, or they 
Figured we're gonna just stick it to him and get rid of that liquor then. How do you like that, boys? How do you like that? Boys didn't like it at all. But then, you know, what was the outcome of Prohibition? Rise in organized crime, right? Rise in alcohol consumption. More people drank. More fucking, you know, people just became more loose. People were being blinded and poisoned by bad batches of alcohol. There's no regulation of that shit. Dirty cops. It's the undermining of authority. Now it's just like cops are like arresting you for drinking, but then you know that they drink too, and it's just you're rolling your eyes at authority. Now you know. Now it just made it so that like it was all bullshit. This is the beginning of when people are like, you know, fuck the law. The law is bullshit. Because what the hell? Now it's kind of weird to say that that's the beginning of it. I guess that would be for mainstream, perhaps white America. I mean, if you were if you were a woman or a slave, you'd be like, this is bullshit. This is, you know, not now, but okay, anyway, prohibition was bullshit for a lot of people, okay? And it had to do with these white ladies who organized and said, hey, we need to um, pass this constitutional amendment. One of the ways they got it passed was by using the uh, fears of white people against the incoming immigrants, Irish, Jewish, Italian, the immigrants, that were coming in, they represented the boozer, you know, people bringing booze or culturally booze drinking, you know, like they had wine at every meal, all that stuff. And the white people who were, um, the white ladies who were involved in getting prohibition passed, they were from more of like an Anglo Nordic background, you know what I mean? It was, I'm not doing this any justice, am I? Or Ken Burns, look it up, prohibition, awesome. The whole point here is that. Women, they got the right to vote, and one of the things they did uh, with their new right is to take away rights from everybody else, but really because they didn't have rights in the first place. See, so this whole thing could have been prevented if they had rights in the first place. We would have, could have skipped 20 years of fucking up America, you know, creating gangsters, whatever. I mean, maybe other, other tragedies could have happened, I'm sure, in alternate realities, but this is ours. Is what I'm talking about, right? You fucking put people down, they're gonna push back, and the consequences are crazy. So then what happened, right? Prohibition ended. How did it end? Well, the same way the uh, amendment, I think it was the 18th, uh, 18th amendment to the Constitution, which uh, created the prohibition. Ugh, sorry, I'm just stumbling over my words. It created prohibition, right? Well, it create, there was another amendment to the Constitution that repealed that amendment. So that required more action politically by more white ladies, other white ladies. This time, rational thinking white ladies who had a lot of the backing of the politicians who, where the constituents were these immigrant groups that, you know, that they were all using the first time to be racist against to get the thing passed. Now, they were using the numbers of these growing immigrant groups to get that thing repealed and to stop. <laughs> come on, just like, come on, come on. We can't, what are you talking about? No drinking? That's dumb. That's dumb, guys. We all know it. You know, and then, you know, the stock market crash or the depression was going on and the war came and eventually the amendment was ratified and then we have booze now. Great. Awesome. So everything's hunky-dory now, right? We got booze back. Everybody's voting. 
It's fucking great. Well, unfortunately, there seems to be a little problem because there's a giant police infrastructure created by Prohibition to crack down on uh, gangsters who would, you know, bring in molasses or run liquor or whatever, you know, like those guys. They needed jobs. They needed jobs. What are they going to do? You're going to fire all these guys? Thanks a lot, ladies. Huh? What do you want? First, you didn't want alcohol. Now you want it. Well, now, what are we going to do with our jobs? What are we going to do with our, our pro-he fucking cop beats and whatever? What are we going to do? <laughs> so, what happened? This is around the Anslinger times. This is around the time marijuana starts to become illegal. This is the beginnings of what we now call the drug war, which is basically the next phase in Prohibition. Prohibition moved from alcohol to drugs. Somehow, with drugs, they didn't need a constitutional amendment. They got people to vote it in. You know, one of the, with weed, one of the easiest ways they did it was they coined the term marijuana. Marijuana. Sinister sounding marijuana. Right? Most people knew it as cannabis or hemp. But marijuana was a, it was a drug smoked by Mexicans and black people, jazz musicians. Jazz musicians who would intermingle with your daughters, your white daughters, and fuck them deflower them and taint their purity, right? And Mexicans who would look you in the eye and kill you if they had a chance, or rape white ladies, or you know, all these lies that they were spread by fucking newspapers, right? This, you know, yellow journalism, look it up. Huh? Owned by the Hearst family. Hearst. William Randolph Hearst, right? Good old Hearst had these papers claiming that this new devil weed was, uh, you know, needed to be made illegal. You got to vote on that marijuana tax act, make sure it's illegal. And so they did, you know, using the specter of fear, the racist fear that they always manipulate, um, you know, that they have for so long in this country. Using that, they got it passed, got it passed, right? And uh, never mind that on the side, Hearst was buddies with this guy DuPont, who just came up with a process for making paper out of timber, you know, lumber, wood. And it just so happened that Hearst owned uh, thousands and thousands of acres of timber uh, land, you know, that was kind of useless and worthless, you know, bought it for pennies, pennies on the dollar. Then all of a sudden there's a, a new paper making process using wood created by DuPont and suddenly his land's worth something. He's got valuable timber on it. Well, let's use that timber to make paper. Paper to make newspapers. Newspapers that make up words like marijuana that put black and Mexican dudes in jail just for smoking a plant. So that's what happened, ladies. What do you think of that? Not, I'm not saying it's women's fault. I'm saying women directly led to the massive drug war and prison industrial complex and this fucked up system that we have now. But what I'm saying is that it's a chain of events that occurred, right? When you um, have a system that seems to be based on keeping certain people down. It's like women were kept down and then, all right, we gave them rights. And then suddenly they voted in rights to keep other people down, then other people came along and took that away, but then once you took that away, we needed more people to keep down, so then we, we picked uh, those black guys and the, the jazz guys. Blacks and whites listening to jazz together, we got to nip that in the bud. Can't be doing that. So, there you go, right? Unintended consequences. It just happens. You know, you can't just fix things just like that. You know, things require uh, movement and growth 
you know, like uh, all organisms do. And society, I think, is uh, just like an organism. Okay. Well, that's my ranting and raving about feminism and marijuana, prohibition and all that. Um, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, that's it. You know, this is... I'm just doing this, man. So, <laughs> you know, I know... Uh, I don't want to keep going on about how, like, I think no one's listening and stuff, but I'm not, sometimes it's unclear. But this is boring. You don't want to hear about that. Uh, but, you know, I just want to say thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, you know, follow me on Twitter, at Rojan Kim, R-O-G-I-N-K-I-M. Look for me online. Follow me on my website. You know, if you have a chance to come see me perform, come see me perform. If not, who cares? I do. I do. I care. I care about you. All right. Have a good night.